0: And welcome to my husband made me do it, the podcast where we review rom-coms that my husband made me watch. I'm your host, Katie Reynolds.
1: And I'm LaDea Irwin.
0: And today we're reviewing the Netflix classic starring Ali Wong and Randall Park, always be my maybe. So a little uh, explanation as to why we're doing this. My husband uh, would travel before COVID. And while he was traveling for work, he would always watch rom-coms because one of the safe forms of media that you can have in airports and on airplanes is a rom-com. Because, you know, poor little Timmy and or little Susie's not going to see somebody's head fly off or some egregious sex scene or what have you so he would watch rom-coms and i'm not saying he necessarily liked them but um that is something he would watch so ladea is a friend of ours she's been kind of in on the joke for a while and um just decided she wanted to suffer along so he would come home make me watch this garbage or um good movies you know something like that so we just decided we wanted to get together and actually review some of these because some of them are, are pretty good. Some are awesomely bad and, and some are just garbage that he decided he needed someone else to suffer through. Um, so that's why I was forced to watch some of them. And uh, we just decided we'd, we'd probably start with the Netflix high watermark of Always Be My Maybe because uh, it's kind of a genuinely cute movie. And Ledea is going to give a little synopsis of it uh, if if you haven't seen it. Yeah. For those of you that haven't seen
1: Always Be My Maybe from Wikipedia, Always, Maybe, Always Be My Maybe is a 2019... It's hard to say. It really is, is hard to Because <laughs> I want to do the Mariah Carey song. It's really yeah. I want. Yeah. Always Be My Maybe is a 2019 American romantic comedy film written by Ali Wong, Randall Park, and Michael Golmako and directed by Nanat. Nanachia Khan. I apologize for all names
0: that I have butchered. We should have looked them up. We did not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It stars Park and Wong as childhood friends Marcus and Sasha, who have not been in touch since a brief teenage fling ended badly. When Sasha returns to San Francisco to open a restaurant and romantic chemistry from their teenage years remains... Marcus's fears and Sasha's fame and demanding career challenge their potential new relationship. Now, Katie, yes, you just watched this movie. What are your first thoughts about Always Be My Baby?
0: Um, So I, I thought it was cute, uh, and 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 Chris thought it was cute as well. And so this was actually a, a decent one that he made me watch. I don't have actually strong feelings about it, which is kind of weird because I really like Randall Park and Ellie Wong and they're both good comedic actors. And I just, it was weird because I didn't feel like this was that much of a comedy and I didn't feel like it was all that romantic. So I have mixed feelings, but generally I think it was cute. What, What were your thoughts?
1: I feel the same way. Okay, It
0: was definitely
1: a good middle of the road Lightly romantic, lightly comedic, enjoyable watch.
0: Yes. Yeah. It it was good popcorn watching. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely airport safe. Yes. (laughs) 100% (laughs) airport safe. There were some things that I absolutely loved, like the
1: car scene at the beginning when they were first their their first
0: romantic encounter that was a very elegant like crawl into the back seat i have never had such a graceful moment in the car i know there was some like twitching but my god anytime i try to lean around in the back seat to find something no it's terrible
1: <laughs> <laughs> my my thoughts while watching it were they got the awkward car make out perfectly like Thinking back to being in high school and trying to make out with people in cars, it was always at least that awkward, if not more awkward.
0: It, that was OK. They, they did have um, I thought it was nice in, in the very short beginning. I thought they did a good job of developing that relationship. You really felt the awkward beats were earned. It's like, I know these people and it, it's I, I understand them. And I thought, yeah, that, that was super cute. Uh Speaking of the beginning, I just want to back up how adorable those child actors were. They were so cute. They were super cute. And I just loved the beginning where Sasha, Ellie Wong's character, not at the time Ellie Wong, it's little Ellie Wong, but um just goes over to... Marcus's house and is just learning to cook for his mom. And it was so cute. That was like the surrogate family relationship. I thought that was adorable. Absolutely fantastic. And the door scene
1: where she closes (laughs) the door in his face is the first time you meet Marcus and you don't actually know that they have a relationship. It just is him coming to the door and she just closes
0: the door in his face and you're like oh my god i don't know how I mean but the, <laughs> no it, it really the whole beginning it really was short sure, i need to go back and see but i, I feel like it was only 10 minutes maybe, maybe. they just developed uh the, a very clear relationship between these two characters and not just not just those two but also Sasha's relationship with his parents, because that comes up again later. Not just about the mom, but about the dad too. Like he's basically, she's like a kind of like a daughter to him, sort of.
1: And you also get the relationship between Sasha and her parents in their absence. You don't see them. Yes, and it's it's really well done. The character development in those first ten minutes, Mm -hmm. it's you get a lot in there, right, with the families and between the two of them, and you get a little bit of the culture. Randall is Korean. He's Korean. His family is Korean, and her family is Vietnamese. Yes, which you find out, and it's it's really well
0: done. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely enjoyed the character. It was just it was a good, effective use of time, and and writing. So that was just really good on their parts. And then moving forward a little bit after the first ten minutes, we find out uh, they're they're both in senior year of high school, about to go into college or something like that, and you find out that. Marcus's mother has died in an accident something has happened and uh, it's impactful for both characters but at the same time it's his mom so he takes kind of offense when you know she's I don't exactly remember what happens it just turns in that turns into one of the awkward moments where he's unhappy because well it's his mom how how dare she kind of like have a reaction It was one of those painful moments, but... um. And and at the... Was it McDonald's or Burger King? I think it was Burger King. It was Burger King, King, because Chris... Very clearly remembered what i Oh, was, this is a flashback, by the way. This takes place. I don't know in the '90s, yeah, something like that. And and Chris was very clear that he remembered whatever sandwich was on the wall, and he oh, was super excited absolutely. about that. I had I didn't remember, and I didn't care. But that was like something <laughs> he he picked up on. Was oh yeah, that sandwich.
1: Yeah, it was. It was definitely when we grew up, yeah. kind of era. Yeah, um, which was really nice. So the going back the. Reminiscing was really oh, nice, yeah, and as of- I
0: was explaining to Chris, that this doesn't come up until much, much later. And actually, I want to talk about the title later, but they eventually do play Mariah Carey's Always Be My Baby. And I was explaining to Chris like, oh, yeah, that was my jam. <laughs> I was, you know I was in middle school, late elementary school, that that was my jam. I understood, like, yeah, okay, this is bringing me back. This is bringing me back was great. So. Skipping ahead a little bit, uh there, I mean there's a lot to unpack in the first you know few minutes, but okay, skipping ahead, they have this very awkward moment where they're they they could have started a, a romantic relationship, but then it it just all kind of it, it gets awkward, it all falls apart. And then we jump ahead and we find out Sasha is now a uh, celebrity chef, basically. She's with this kind of he's not <laughs> a jerk, but he's just kind of ick he's a restaurateur he's an icky restaurateur and brandon and uh i don't remember when you actually find out what marcus is doing but basically he's smoking pot at his dad's house he never left he they they work together he and his dad work together and he just he never did anything else uh still in uh, the same band he was in high school yeah it's so (laughs) that band (laughs) um yeah, it, it, so he he just never really moved on, and she's gone off, and she's tried to make something of herself. Although super cute though, because she's using the skills that she learned from his mom, for for her um, you know experience as a, as a chef and a um, little celebrity chef. She's she's kind of a restaurateur herself.
1: Yeah, with that, so absolutely, and it's it's. Once, once you're there and you're finding out about this relationship that she's in and Aww. they're going to San Francisco, they're going to open up a new restaurant. Yes. They're in the car. She's, before this, she's at a restaurant all excited about getting ready. She goes in the car. They go to a big fancy event. She looks
0: gorgeous. Yes. Her dresses in this movie, can I just say, are fantastic she has quite a look in this movie and i love the glasses not that i'm gonna harp on the look too much but they just did a really good job and probably ellie wong had a lot of input on this i would think but she just had such a kind of a signature look which i guess makes sense because she's supposed to be like the celebrity but speaking of brandon i have my first note for for this movie ended up being quote, see other people because that's what Brandon wants to do and I just had this moment of no, 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 run girl, run <laughs> he's basically he's, he, he's decided that instead of going with her he's basically going to go to India to do some nonsense and he just wants... It's for a long time. It's for six months, which, okay, if you're in a relationship where they're engaged, like they're planning a wedding and... He wants to see other people and postpone their wedding in the, in the meantime. And I just felt for her so much like she's crying in a freezer. I've been there. <laughs> Having worked at a restaurant, I have been <laughs> crying in a freezer for a completely different reason than, you know, my boyfriend's a jerk and yes. he's, you know, basically telling me that we're over. But I, I totally felt for that. Well, that actually got my
1: favorite line in the entire movie was when she's crying in the freezer and the in in the walk-in and one of the and cooks like, yeah, come in yeah. to get something and she says, uh, never give anyone your heart, Enrique. And he says, thank you, chef. And walks out. And it was just like such a restaurant oh, it's thing so to funny. do.
0: It, that was great. That
1: was great. It was <laughs> Fantastic. And when he said, this is Brandon said, Mm. they want to be apart together, right? Because she's going to be in San Francisco and he's going to be in India. And I was just like, all I wrote down was, that is a nasty way to break up. Like, they say they're not breaking up. But they didn't even. Yeah,
0: they they didn't even break up with him. But she, I mean, she clearly would have been okay with it as she was crying in a freezer. But yeah, they they still had this weird anticipation, like, oh yeah, okay, they'd be together. No, 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 just get out of that one. This this is not gonna work. Shortly after that, she goes to San Francisco. Uh, can, can we talk about what is this house she's renting? That right. house was huge oh and just God. for herself. It was it had a whole pool. Well, technically, like, I think Veronica was somewhere there.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure she was I don't because know where she so. Was. Her original restaurant was in L.A. So Mm -hmm. she's going from L.A. to San Francisco. And Veronica, her assistant, who's setting all of this up, played by the fantastic Michelle Michelle Bouteau. Phenomenal.
0: She's been in multiple rom-coms that we have watched recently. (laughs) Um, But so... She's pregnant, mm-hmm. Michelle, yeah. um,
1: or or Michelle's Veronica, character, yeah. Veronica, and I think she's still in L.A. Now, she's up in San Francisco a lot helping to set up, but oh, she's like she talks about forward. her wife, mm-hmm. um, and I think they're still, like, getting the nursery ready. Mm-hmm. I think she's spending most of her time in L.A., but it is unclear. Yeah. Because I don't think she's in that house. It looks, there's many scenes where she's in that house, the giant house by herself.
0: Yeah, good grief. When I think of San Francisco, I mean, the property, I know the property values are insane. I've had some work that I've had to do in for property values in that area. And I know they're nuts. I've never seen a house that large in San Francisco. She has to be outside the city, but still it's, Oh my it's, God!
1: It's millions, <laughs> millions of dollars, and, she's, house, and she's renting it. it.
0: Ugh! But yeah. it's still apparently doing work on it because that's how we get Marcus back in the story. By the way, Marcus is still in the story. That's so how we get Marcus back is his dad and and he are hired to come and do the air conditioning work, which. I think it's really strange
1: because if you're renting this house in San Francisco, there is this million dollar house in San Francisco. There
0: is no way that it doesn't already have air conditioning. I also it. question the need for air conditioning in San Francisco because every time I've been there, it's just so cold. <laughs> it, <laughs> it gets hot in the summer. Oh, I will goodness. say it gets hot in the summer. But when you're there, they
1: show you what is clearly a a google nest right install yes and like why are you installing new thermostats in this house that you're renting unless she bought the house No, oh, they case,
0: specifically say renting
1: yeah I... so it is a little strange it's definitely a shoehorned way of getting them to meet It again, is, and it's possible that veronica set that up
0: Yes, so to be clear, Veronica, there's this throwaway scene in in the the very beginning where they're developing the relationship between the characters, and I believe Veronica is supposed to be one of the high school girls sitting at the table that they're at. She's the only other person who's kind of added in. They don't introduce her. They don't say anything, but because she knows Marcus and she knows a handful of other friends, I'm assuming that's her, and they've just kind of been together for at least you know a decade or, or so. Yeah so maybe maybe it's possible that she just deliberately called them but that's weird it was I, so weird i feel I like i do were-
1: think it is deliberate because when she goes oh, like, she gives, like, a surprised face when uh, Sasha comes in. It's like, oh, yeah,
0: it's, so is it's she Marcus. So she tabs on Marcus for for I, a decade or so? Or I, wasn't she just the, like, new thing with Brandon fell through and wanted to do something nice for Sasha? I have no idea. I think she probably
1: had an OTP, right? A one true pair of mm. Sasha and Randall. <laughs> um, and so she was like, I am, she's going back to San Francisco. I am going to make sure they get involved and see each other again it's gonna kick that spark back up and it does you can see the spark kind of happening a little bit in that first meeting it's super awkward oh yeah but you can definitely see there's like still some chemistry between the two of them and i really liked it and um there was one line where oh god the dad is leaving and he's like invest in lettuce Kale has had its day. You're better off. And I just like, it It just shows the chemistry with the dad. It, he's like really
0: funny and it, loved him. As yes. Well. That, yeah, that was adorable. And I, I, I did like the fact that they just kind of reaffirmed that. Oh yeah. She had a relationship with the, the father too. Cause you really just saw it mostly with the mother in the beginning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was cute. Another great scene was the phone voice scene where
1: randall is installing again why is he installing these things he's I fixing or installing a ceiling fan and she's there at the kitchen counter working I didn't on know the phone
0: HVAC people did that <laughs> that's specifically what they are is hvac and he seems to be doing just random electrical <laughs> but she's
1: on the phone and he's like he says something about this being her phone voice and she's like this isn't my phone voice what are you talking about and he's like that's totally your phone voice doesn't it like get tiring doing that all the time and then veronica comes back in and (laughs) sasha tries to be like this isn't my phone voice and uses her phone voice on veronica and veronica's like don't use your phone voice on me
0: Yeah that that was super cute. That was a good like character moment for Veronica. If you didn't have like a good sense of who she was at that point, it was just the right level of delightful sass. <laughs> She's not putting up with anything. Well it was kind of interesting too, is that we have, aside from like that scene in the beginning where okay, Veronica is clearly sitting at the table with them, we have no idea what the relationship between Sasha and Veronica was, how they ended up together. like why the two of them became business partners or not really business partners, more like assistant and and chef. We have no idea how that happened. but it did. Uh, so so some some things are left of the imagination, but uh, yeah, no, that was super cute. Do we want to uh, talk about what, what did you want? Oh, I was going to say, I think at this point we have to talk about Hello Peril. Yes. Is that where you were going to go? It was where I was going to go. I, okay. So I I like music. I can play music. I don't know if something is good music. Was this good music? I'm very confused. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. it's, it's
1: very much its own style, mm-hmm. right? You wouldn't listen to it on the radio, no. but the band is good. And Russell's rapping is enjoyable it's clever it's witty he may not be the best rapper but it's it's i enjoyed it
0: yeah it's a, so a, yeah randall park did a good job on that one. um it it's cute it does have a a very specific style to it that does actually kind of throw me back a little bit to the 90s like stuff you would hear oh gosh i'm trying to come up with a good example i can't but it did feel it felt older definitely like a very old stylistic thing. But um yeah, so I guess it was alright. I it, it wasn't for me. So I kept sitting there like, I don't know if this is good or not. <laughs> it was it, it was um yeah. But I also loved that because I love how Netflix recycles its actors and uh, Chris and I were watching it and he's like, is that it's like yeah that's asriel playing the drums from the <laughs> First. Like, yes that is totally it. I just love the uh the who's who and the Netflix family. It's yes. great. It's delightful.
1: And it's really enjoyable seeing all the characters. And I i just want to say, I just said Russell and I meant Randall. This
0: is my fault, by the way, because my phone decided the other day to auto-correct Randall to Russell while I was sending text messages to Ledea about these movies. And now, unfortunately, it's stuck in her head. We both love Randall Park. He's fantastic. I've seen him in so many things, and you've seen him in so many things. So we know his name is Randall. Yes. <laughs> we know. So... This is where, so when they're at the house, a little history, when they're at the
1: house, Marcus invites Sasha to his band's event oh, this yeah, evening. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we go, we listen to the event. Uh, Sasha and Veronica are there. We find yeah. out that the bassist and the guitarist were also in high school with them. Yes. Although no. we don't really hear much about the guitarist. It's mostly the bassist. And the drummer is...
0: She's new. She's, she's new. But she's fantastic. Very, yeah.
1: And so after that, we get another one of my favorite lines. We find out um, that uh, the bassist uh, says something to Veronica about how he's an ally and says, you know, I really appreciate all these people. Because, of course, we know Veronica is married to a woman, so she's a lesbian. And he says, thank you for your service.
0: Yeah, there's some good, like, one-liners in this movie. It's, like, it's not overly funny, but there are some just well-written lines and and delivered lines, and that that was super cute. I, that, that reminds me, that whole scene, that's where we meet Jenny. Oh, my God, Jenny. Marcus's girlfriend, Jenny. And I love, I think it's the bassist, who I apologize, I don't know what his name is, but... He's standing there in this incredibly awkward moment between Marcus, Sasha and dear Jenny. And he just decides to say uh, to, to his exit line is, I forgot I have to vote. <laughs> and he just, he just runs out of there. Um, it's just such a fence. I feel like I need to use that at some point. I forgot I have to vote. <laughs> How he goes. But Jenny is just this, uh, I mean, she's, she's harmless. She's fine, but she's, not a long-term romantic interest for marcus they've only been together for a few months she's she's a little out there and then she she is she loves sasha apparently marcus has mentioned sasha before and of course sasha is famous so she decides that oh of course she's gonna cook for sasha which whoa cooking for a chef i don't know but she makes what was it exactly it had vienna sausage in it and it looked initially like rice and beans but i'm not sure that was quite right there might have been noodles i think it was spaghetti and vienna sausage spaghetti and vienna sausage
1: wow okay but regardless of what it was it looked disgusting it did not look good
0: it did not look good. I, I just, I, yeah, it was some sort of beige and some sort of brown. <laughs> and the only reason I was being a sausage was because Sasha specifically asks at one point if it's sausage. <laughs> but oof yeah Ooh. oh and, and and jenny just get kind of a vibe for this character she mentions that she and marcus are married but they're married spiritually <laughs> yes they've not been actually not actually just spiritually and they've been together for you know like six months max oh,
1: and sexually
0: don't forget they're oh, also married yeah. sexually yeah, 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 i
1: forgot about that yeah. oh
0: man um she's a trip that was that was absolutely yeah. delightful um
1: Another great one-liner after this scene is Sasha asking Marcus how an Asian person even grows dreadlocks.
0: dreadlocks. (laughs) Yeah. How does she even have dreadlocks? And which uh, creates some delightful back and forth because then he starts sending her, I think websites or something explaining how it happens. But, but Jenny has dreadlocks and they are not a good (laughs) choice for her. This, we also find out at this point kind of how stuck Marcus is when he's taking I think he's taking Sasha back to our house or something like that but you see he has the same car from the beginning it's still mm-hmm. this old Corolla which this thing has to be what tw- it's ancient yeah. by this point and uh it's just what else he's living with his dad. I feel like there was something else, but you just see he's very stuck. He just, he never really was able to move on. And it's, it's, it's sad. It really is sad. Um, It it definitely becomes a point of conflict between the two of them because Sasha has gone
1: so far out from where she was. And Marcus is still there. He He hasn't moved at all. And so at this point, you see the chemistry really starting to build up Mm -hmm. between the two of them really enjoyable once again. Sasha has a big event the next night. Oh, it's a Netflix party, by the way, (laughs) is what she has.
0: She has a Netflix party. party. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Netflix.
1: She's catering this party, Mm. and Marcus is realizing that he really doesn't like Jenny as much as he thought. He really likes Sasha, so... Yes. But at this
0: point, Sasha goes to this Netflix event and meets a guy. Oh, this had to be, oh, this, this was, this was something I was, I was so cute. Like, who is it? You know, she's going back and forth and she's texting the whole time. She's texting with Marcus and he's at an event and she's at an event and it's like, okay, well they're building the relationship back up or what have you. And then someone comes up to Sasha and it cuts basically to the next day where they're at a farmer's market. She, she's, out buying stuff. I'm not sure if it's for a restaurant or whatnot. I think they're meeting up. Specifically, yeah. They were specifically meeting up there. And then you just... Yeah. When do you find out? Oh, he so, just shows up. That, yes. That's what it, yeah, he just shows up. Marcus
1: yeah. has big news, right? And the big news is that he's actually in love with Sasha. And Sasha also has big news. And her big news is that she's dating this guy. She invites <laughs> Marcus to go first and then gets too excited. So she goes first. She says, I'm seeing this guy. We still don't know who he is. No. And they end up setting
0: up this double date
1: at this over-the-top
0: restaurant. It, it's very much like that place, if you've... Parks and Recreation, where they have that one bar that has the drinks. Like, it's it's the, the essence of vodka or whatever. That is basically what this place is. The food is so avant-garde and just sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally terrible. unenjoyable. Un, yeah. Unenjoyable. And then who also... So it's... it's Marcus is wearing this... <laughs> velour kind of like suit, burgundy tuxedo is that it yeah Yeah. okay and then Jenny actually has kind of like a cute outfit on shockingly and then uh, you know Sasha's just herself and who should walk in but Keanu Reeves is the guy she met and he's playing himself which is delightful apparently they really wanted to get him specifically for that role but because it's Keanu Reeves like well does he actually have time for us or whatever I guess based on what I've, I've read is that he really likes Ali Wong's stand-up, so he was just like he worked it in, he made it work. And I'm not a huge Keanu fan, but Keanu can apparently do comedy because this was entertaining. I so I I'm knew assuming you were booing me and yes. not Keanu. <laughs> yes. So I I knew that
1: you didn't like Keanu, and I was like. I'm just indifferent. That's that's it. I'm indifferent. I
0: don't dislike Keanu Reeves. I'm just indifferent. I but. like him a lot as... With everyone else. Well, everyone but me. I <laughs> yes. understand. I understand.
1: Um, but I, I was hoping, I was hoping against hope that he would like him in this because he is oh, it's funny. so fantastic. Yes. So why is he so fantastic? There's a slow-mo scene where he's walking into the restaurant and you see Marcus's face just drop, right? <laughs> like his jaw is dropped. As and one does. Jenny's face is, her jaw is just dropped. And they're hilarious and and. Sasha's face is just like making smoochy faces and like, Well and then
0: Sasha's taking
1: pictures of
0: the shocked <laughs> faces which are Marcus. Yes, that and was Jenny. so good. It was so good. Oh, it was delightful. And Keanu's character, like he he is playing himself, but not. He apparently it was his idea to do the glasses without the lenses. And he he's just absolutely ridiculous. But I think one of the really delightful things is he starts to have a bit of a competition with Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> of all the people to feel threatened by this guy wearing like a burgundy velour tux yes. <laughs> from the 90s. So the restaurant is just it, it, it's incredibly absurd. Just the food is ridiculous. Uh Keanu and yeah, it is Keanu. He doesn't even, uh, even have a character name. It is Keanu. Yeah. And Keanu and Jenny kind of like run off at one point. It's it's just it's it's funny. Great scene. Then they end up back at someone's Keanu's hotel Keanu's, room. Well, this is it's not a hotel room. Sweet. It's his like Penthouse. Penthouse. Yeah. And oh, I thought it was a ho- No, it's not a hotel. It's, it's probably
1: in a hotel. Uh-huh. So a lot of times you'll buy, like, the top
0: floor as your... Oh, uh, I had just assumed he was staying there, but whatever. Yeah. It's, like, the penthouse it's suite. Huge. It's huge. It's quite large and very nice. Like,
1: probably a good 10, 15 rooms in
0: it's that we yeah. don't even see. No.
1: Right? We see, like, these gorgeous rooms. They're already lost. And mm-hmm. they end up playing this game... <laughs>
0: And it ends up just... What even was it? It was terrible. I
1: don't remember what it was called, but it was just this awful game. It was a horrible game. And it was kind of like a never have I ever type game where they're just kind Mm -hmm. of one-upping each other. Like, what would you do in this situation? Or who would you do when they talk about their first crush and... Oh yeah, that's awkward.
0: Yeah, because Sasha's first crush is Marcus. And she's very clear about it. And he's... Which is a bold move. I I probably would never do that, but she just says it, and he's apparently shocked by this. Guys, I don't yeah. know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know a, say. Yeah, I don't know if it's a genuine reaction or what. But yeah, he's he's apparently shocked by this, and it it she's she's very clearly no, of course we we could have always been together. And blah blah blah. So this sets Keanu off kind of, and he just he just kind of starts. He, is he the one who pulls the the card that says, um, you know, who would you who would you kill in this room or something yes. like that? And, it, <laughs> of course, he ends up picking Marcus. Yeah, he uh, kills Marcus. Great. 100%. At
1: one point, he dares Marcus, Keanu dares Marcus, to punch
0: he, Keanu, Keanu yeah. in the face. I feel like his face is probably insured for a lot. So, at that oh, yeah. well, that would just... Anyway... But yeah, Marcus takes him up on it. Yeah, because at this point, Marcus clearly hates Keanu, and, and Keanu clearly hates Marcus, which yeah. is
1: just delightful. So after the punch, Sasha breaks them up. Sasha takes Marcus home, mm-hmm. and Jenny says, "I'm going to stay with Keanu because legit. how often do you get to talk with Keanu
0: Reeves?" Which and totally she, legit. She came up with some sort of business reason too, which I, I found amusing. The I, kids. The, <laughs> Because she works at, she, like, helps underprivileged kids, I think. It was something, Some it sounded charitable. I don't remember yeah. exactly what it was. But, yeah, for, for, you know, clearly business reasons purely. She needed to stay and talk to Keanu. Yeah, right. Then Keanu calls
1: them an Uber. <laughs> so the next scene is them in the Uber. And they're talking and they're kind of fighting a little bit. And they end up having their second makeout session in a car. And the, the shot pulls in an back, Uber. in an Uber. So you, the shot pulls back and you see the Uber driver and then it pulls back a little farther and you see someone in the passenger seat.
0: Tiana <laughs> yeah, got them an Uber pool. <laughs> he got them an Uber pool. Oh, that's so, and that's so deliberate. I love it. That's clearly deliberate. There was no finger slip. No. no. <laughs> he got no. them an Uber pool just to be a jerk but unfortunately thus ends our Keanu scenes and I, don't, yes. I but that really I think that was probably one of the highlights of the movie just that whole Keanu section genuinely a lot of the funny parts happen then yeah and then we kind of go back into <clears throat> You get some more uh, Marcus and and his dad's stuff, and you find out that Marcus kind of views himself. Well, he he's given him a reason, himself a reason as to why he can't leave. It's like, oh well, he's his dad's caregiver because at one point you see him giving his dad a shot of something, and. We've seen a lot of Harry at this point, Marcus's dad. And you just think, well, wait, does this guy actually need a caregiver? What's going on here that he would actually need someone to help him? Because he's still running his own business. He's out and about. He's doing stuff.
1: He's clearly dating, which Marcus doesn't realize, but finds out later. Well, that hadn't
0: happened yet. (laughs) Uh, Wait, had it? I don't, okay, you actually know what? I don't remember. But so we've skipped around a lot. There's a, a birthday
1: party scene where Sasha officially breaks up with Brandon. Oh, yeah, There's, yeah, um, And
0: at that point, that's when Harry meets the Diana Ross Diana
1: impersonator. <laughs> and it was
0: because, now, this was a party being thrown by Sasha's parents? Yes. And they, for her cousin's kid. I yeah, and it was a little confusing as to what was going on because Veronica was there, too yeah okay I don't know why because for a minute I thought well maybe this is her baby shower because they had the animals there which was a throwback to the beginning where Sasha was going to throw her a party with a zoo theme or something but anyway yeah so they got a Diana Ross impersonator because she was cheaper than the Beyonce impersonator regardless, this is a child's party, yeah. and they have some sort of pop star impersonator, be it Beyonce or Diana Ross, I don't care, and but it's great.
1: I think one of the reasons they have this party is again to kind of highlight Sasha's relationship with her parents. the non-existent
0: relationship. Yes.
1: yes because Sasha did not have parties, and her mm-hmm. parents were very
0: stingy, and now they have a big well, house. They were hard-working. I yes. think that's the thing. It's, you get the impression that they they are immigrant parents they were working really hard uh, at their store yes. they're providing a good life for their child but in doing so she had no family except for Marcus's family yeah. And, and also it is, seems like they were a little stingy,
1: right? They wouldn't pay for anything that yeah. they didn't
0: have to pay. For. That, that comes up later, yeah. Where, yeah, they 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 reassure Sasha that oh they even paid a tip or whatever. It yeah. was <laughs> super cute. But uh yeah, so you find out that they have retired yeah. and now they're do- they're doting on, you know, this little cousin I think and a godson. God, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A family member, but yeah, it's their godson. They're doting on him and they're doing all of these things. And they, they want to be part of Sasha's life. Like earlier when she has, she's she's picking out furniture and went out for the restaurant. They just show up and there they are. And they clearly want to be part of her life. And she's just not having it because, you know, you spent all of these years yeah. without your parents. You're just kind of mad. You don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So we've jumped
1: around a lot. There was that whole scene where she ends up on the phone with Brandon freaking out at him because he was in India with Padma Lakshmi and he calls talking about the restaurant and she's like she just flips out, gives an official (laughs) breakup. Everyone ends up hearing about it. It's one
0: of those, you know, classic Oh yeah, there's a window, a very rom-com. There's a window open and she's screaming at him. Yes, Yes. All the
1: kids are watching and the guy with the animals is like
0: can you be a little quieter for the animals setting the goats or something like that? Yeah. Can we just have a throwback moment here? Okay. Yes. Cause I'm looking at my notes and I'm going back to the, the restaurant scene and I have a note. First of all, important to know that there's a custom Tom Ford suit. Yes. Uh, also they're at one point eating fish dandruff is what uh, Marcus calls it. And then they have this moment. Oh my God. How did I forget all of this stuff? They are listening to the sound of the animal. They are. Eating, eating on these headphones I think Keanu is sobbing and he says thank you at one point oh, or something I'm later.
1: sorry yeah I'm sorry yeah yeah and, and then he just, just keeps eating and
0: Sasha is just like mowing down her food <laughs> <laughs> she's just, like whatever and I think Marcus is just sitting there with this look on his face like what is this what is happening it's, it's a very odd but delightful scene and I can't Leave. I forgot about that. That is just that scene is
1: fantastic. There's So much in that scene. There is. We could could probably do a full hour just on that scene. We we definitely could. Oh Um, man. So jumping back to (laughs) post Keanu, Sasha and Marcus are clearly start dating. Marcus
0: is spending a lot of time at Sasha's
1: house. You see clips of them at. She goes to his shows. She's
0: bragging that that is her boyfriend up there. She is so excited that she's in this relationship and she loves what he does. She's supportive of him and she loves what he does. And I want to bring that up because that's going to come up later. She's super supportive. And then
1: she wants him to come with her to New York because the restaurant has opened now here in San Francisco. She's got to open up her next restaurant in New York. She wants him to come with her. And this is where the major the rom-com drama happens happens, and it's 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 sad because Mm. you know she ends up leaving the house he's on the porch she's like i want you to come with me and he just stays there so she gets in the car and drives off he goes back home and this is where we discover that his dad is dating
0: the diana ross impersonator i mean okay let's just back up for a second though yeah okay the diana ross impersonator right but that whole scene, it just made me so upset because we see that she's supportive of him. She wants yes. what's best for him. She she likes his band. She, likes, she wants to encourage him to do more with it because she feels that he can. He can be more than just what do they call it, like a block band or yeah. something like that. They're just popular on that one street or what have you. She wants him to be able to do more things. And he just... He kind of like picks at her about her career choices and her life and whatnot. It's like, how dare you! It made me so mad. It's like I, I have a note here. About it. I don't like the mean words coming out of Randall Park's mouth right now because it's just it it's just awful. And you don't like to see those moments, especially because it. I don't want to say it felt forced, but it just it was unnecessary. Yeah, and and going back to
1: her being super supportive of him, the forgotten named basis who's friends with them from high school. <laughs> yes, we should um, look it. <laughs> wants them to audition for this big old, oh, gig yes. venue and yes sasha helps them set that up she's super supportive of them growing the band and he just doesn't and he's not interested so after sasha leaves he's super broken hearted you see him getting super drunk at the audition
0: yeah and he just oh the bassist name i believe is tony uh, i think it's yes. tony ginger and quasar are the other members of the band yes yes but he just yeah he, he ruins their chances and that's peas un- on the stage like oh yeah it's bad it's really bad like, unforgivable if i were the other members of his band it's hard because he's the front man but i mm, i might bounce out of that that was terrible yeah genuinely terrible so he's already had this moment where he's just been kind of nasty to Sasha. He's really screwed things up for his band. You know, people who are, they want to take it to the next level. Yeah. He might not want to, but they want to. And where do we even go from that? He spirals and they kind of talk him out of it, but and, I wouldn't be so forgiving. And the dad is
1: the one that really talks him out of it. And is, yes, you know, I lost your mom, but you also lost your mom. The dad ends up cooking for both uh,
0: Marcus and the Diana, Diana Ross impersonator. She has a real name, but it doesn't really matter that much. She's no. the Diana Ross impersonator. <laughs> and so
1: they. I think that's when he realizes that he doesn't have a thing anymore, right? His identity was so wrapped up in being his dad's caretaker. Right. When he gets that shock of, well my dad doesn't really need me as much as I
0: built this. And up it's to, weird. Right? I feel like that comes from just this, this little throwaway scene in the beginning where his dad can't find coffee filters because they're yes. at the funeral or it's the wake rather. Wake. And, uh, the dad can't find coffee filters. And he says something, I don't know where your mom kept them. And Marcus finds the coffee filters. And I feel like it's just from that moment. He decides that oh, someone needs to take care of his dad, even though his dad's, fine he is yeah. fine he doesn't need any help it, marcus just uses it basically as a crutch where he just never actually properly grieves and just kind of tries to cling to whatever he has yeah. so
1: at this point marcus starts getting his stuff together uh, at one point quasar uh, the guitarist from the band that Katie just figured out the names for uh, buys <laughs> a bunch of branded Hello Peril tennis balls and they're trying to uh, sell these tennis balls and they have no idea how. So it's not related to the band at all. No, not at all. No, but Marcus writes a song about <laughs> tennis balls to try and like market them. Yeah. And he ends up taking over as the merch guy, creates a mm. website. And you find out that he's doing really well. And you find this out through a bunch of phone calls or voicemail messages that Marcus is leaving for Sasha. And he's doing really well. And there's something, I forget how he ends up in New York, but I think he finally decides to. He
0: doesn't go to New York then. He goes uh, to the restaurant in San Francisco because he wants to see if she's there. And he ends up going up into the back to, apparently they just let him into the back to go talk to Veronica. Veronica. And instead of finding Veronica right away, he finds this room that is full of his band's merchandise. Veronica comes in and she explains that, Oh yeah, actually Sasha has been buying all of this stuff and it's just this room full of merchandise. So he ends up at that point because he realizes, okay, I actually still have a shot here. I didn't screw this up that badly. He goes to New York, finds her there it's the red carpet event. The red carpet. Oh event. no! Wait, whoa, whoa, back up. Because he goes to uh, Tom. He goes to try to buy a Tom Ford suit. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks in. He points at like the closest tux, and he decides he wants that one. <laughs> He's getting all dressed up in the suit. They're they're taking measurements. The guy's about to pull the tag on, him, and you realize it's twelve thousand dollars. Because of course it is. That's a Tom Ford. suit. Out. And so, at that point, he just runs to, like, this suit barn. Suit barn, yeah, it's something. And he buys a bunch of them, like, he can mix and match. Yeah. <laughs> he can wear it to his graduate, his, his, his uh, class reunion.
1: But it was really nice to see that personality change that he's, mm-hmm. he wants to take charge of
0: his life yep. and fit in fit with into Sasha yes. yes yes yeah so he runs off to New York then she's on the red carpet for an event can we talk about the parents before we get to the red <gasps> carpet yes because that okay. was adorable yes so
1: we're Aunt Sasha's another gigantic New York apartment she's unnecessarily got money. I don't understand that she's <laughs> unpacking boxes like she's not living out of suitcases she's right. living out of like full moving stuff yeah like which boggles my mind. But anyway, so she's at the apartment. The parents come in and they're. she's like, how did you find me? Well, it turns out there's only two Sasha Tran. I think it's Sasha Tran. Sasha, right. Sh- Sh- yeah, yeah, Sasha Tran. There's only two in New York and the other one's a baby. So, so clearly. So they went to this house. <laughs> the doorman just let them up again. Yeah. Well, what's happening here? So they're like, we want to be part of your life again. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't believe you or it's too late. And they show how much they're trying by explaining that they went to the restaurant, her restaurant in San Francisco, yes. and paid full price. Full price. And I think left a tip, something and, like that. Yes, and left a tip. And she, again, doesn't believe them. That The parents say, you know, we could have pulled the family card. Mm-hmm. There's a million baby pictures we could show yep. that you are our child and we could have got, but
0: we paid full price. And they show her the receipt. And that is just, it's so cute. I mean, we really have not seen much of her parents in this movie, but we've felt them the whole time. And you hear little things about them off and on and whatnot. And it was just, again, more good like off screen or short term character development, yeah. they did a really solid job with just developing characters in a in a limited amount of time. And I think this was one of the moments that really highlights that because we know her parents, but we we really haven't seen them all yeah. that much so that was just super cute they bring the receipt and then she brings them to the red carpet event they're her dates and and that's that's just adorable and then of course marcus shows up at that point he's because again somehow he just gets in with the reporter (laughs) rom-com he just gets in with the reporter somehow and he just starts asking uh he has a question
1: Yes, he says, I have a question, and he does this whole spiel about how much he loves her and cares about Mm -hmm. her, and then the question is, can I hold your purse? Oh, can I hold your purse?
0: Yes, yeah, because that that was a throwback to the middle of the movie where they do another red carpet event, and he basically is holding the purse, and he's uncomfortable with the whole situation at the time. And she
1: calls him, like, a regular guy. He's just a regular guy, which I think he takes to heart. Yeah. But... But yeah, so it's a great throwback to that scene, and this is what I thought was hilarious. It was such a cute scene with the parents, and then the two of them just walk off and like leave the parents to follow, (laughs) which I thought was just like, (laughs) you just had this great scene with your parents. I I get that you just had this
0: great scene with Marcus, but you just leave your parents behind. I mean, clearly, clearly, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I I hear you. It was uh, well, okay, a little okay, little sloppy timing there, but I'm I'm willing to give them that. And then we go from there to her new restaurant in New York. It's not open yet, but they're they're trying things out. They've got somebody he, he's making a, a dish or, or what have you. One of the the other cooks. And you find out it's called Judy's Way, which Judy was Marcus's mom. It's this very cozy restaurant. They're making, like, home-style Korean food that you see. It's the same dish that Judy taught her to make in the very beginning of the movie. It, it's just really cute. It's very different from her other restaurants. And she just wants a restaurant where, like, people feel good and feel happy the way that his family made her feel. Yeah. And then, of course, we go into everyone's there. All of a sudden, yeah. she has her grand opening. Everyone we've met, basically, is there. The The bassist, Veronica, Veronica's wife, My their baby. Because who's... Yeah, sure, pack the baby up and fly cross-country. Brand new baby, you know? <laughs>
1: for this restaurant opening veronica does give birth at one point we do briefly see the wife yeah. there's a whole godmother thing that we didn't even talk about and it's a really cute scene but yes i don't know why they're in new york I have with no because no, it's
0: the wrap-up and you need yes. to have everybody there that's why that's exactly why so <laughs> from there uh we just kind of we just kind of wrap it up and that's when they play always be my baby by mariah carey now i have questions where did they get the title of this movie from? Because I can't figure I That's not when I heard of the title always be my maybe. I had assumed it was going to be one of those things where you have, you know, the people who make a pact or whatever. Mm-hmm. That yeah, if we're, if we're still single at such, a, such and such a time, then we'll get married. Or maybe they keep coming back to each other or whatnot. But that really didn't happen. They have some sort of awkward fling when they're teenagers. They don't see each other for years. It's not like they ever thought of each other as a backup or a maybe. It, it was just... Um,
1: I don't know where that came from. I, I don't either. And while I was finding Always Be My Maybe on Netflix, mm-hmm. I searched for Always Be My Maybe. It turns out there's a second Always Be My Maybe on Netflix, which is another rom-com, but it's a Filipino movie Another Filipino romantic comedy from 2016 has a totally different plotline. So I was thinking that maybe they were basing this movie off of that 2016 movie. Yeah, but no, no. They, no. So no idea where they got the name of the movie from. Um,
0: it's very confusing, but it doesn't really fit. But I, like, I love, you know, the song. Yeah, it works for the song. <laughs> you want to use that as a theme song. But yeah, no, it, it's, a, it, it's an odd pick. Uh, so that's the movie. And really, I, I think we started with a high bar here because... It's a uh, cute movie. It is a cute movie. And I've seen a lot of Netflix rom-coms. And unfortunately, I think, like, <laughs> we might have peaked too soon. <laughs> but... Uh yeah, so gen generally I think I would say, you know, it's worth watching, it's good, good popcorn watching. Definitely, you know, if your significant other's forcing you to watch it because, you know, he watched it, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I would have no problem with that. So,
1: Katie, I'm gonna ask you to rate each of these movies that oh, we talk about oh, no. on a scale of one to five emojis that are semi-related to the movie okay so in this case katie i would like you to rate always be my Maybe" on a scale of one to five dumpling emojis they don't because have, this is, well, it's a food get, movie. They didn't have a they dumpling have, in the like, movie. <laughs> soup. They don't have a soup emoji. Or maybe yeah. there is a soup emoji. So let's do soup emojis. Oh, God. One to five soup emojis. You know,
0: I always feel more comfortable with like a big grin emoji or something. Because I did get some warm fuzzies on this one. I'm not sure about, like, the – if it was more food-focused, which it's weird because they are – she's a chef. She's not really, like, food-focused all that much. You'd think there'd be more to it than that, but no. So, okay, I'm going to give this one – I'm going to go with big grin emojis for this one. And I think uh, out of five, I would probably give this four big grins. Four um, That's pretty good. It is pretty good. I like. I said I enjoyed it. You know, it's not as funny as you would think for a rom com, but it is a pleasant watch. It is a good way to you know kill some time, and it's a uh, a lot of audiences could watch it and and appreciate it. So I'm gonna go with that, just because it's really not as food themed as as you would think, but how. How did you feel about it? I I would agree. I would almost go four and a half.
1: Oh, okay. Big grin emojis or soup bowl emojis. Um, Again, no soup.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, the the dish that she makes was a soup.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right.
0: Sure. The
1: mom and then the closing. That's why I picked soup. Sure. Yeah. I would give it four and a half. It's really cute. Is Mm -hmm. it the greatest rom-com no, but what, it, what makes what, a great what, rom-com? Yeah, what, yeah really. I, I found this very enjoyable. It's something I could watch with a date or with my family. You or. would not
0: feel awkward watching this one with your family. Yeah. That is, that is a, that's important. That's yeah. a bonus. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, in fact, I think I did watch it with my family
0: the first time I saw oh. it.
1: So, you know, it, it's got a lot going for it. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. Is it the greatest? Is it, or it, I should say, is it perfect? No. no but is it really, cute. really good? Yeah. Yes. Um, so, I'm going to give it four and a half stars. So, average to 4.25. Big smile, aller- <laughs> big smile <allergies. laughs> uh, What does that even look like? <laughs> <laughs> Before we sign off, on our next episode, we are going to be reviewing another podcast
0: and, or excuse me, not another podcast, another another rom-com. Because I'm not Uh, reviewing something else. We've picked rom-coms. I'm not doing any (laughs) other form of media. (laughs) So the rom-com we're going to be reviewing next is...
1: According to Wikipedia, a romantic comedy on Netflix. Uh, So make sure to join us on the next episode to hear us review The Stand-In. I have feelings. (laughs) Make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Find us on all of your major podcasting devices. Uh, Stream us. Uh, online. You can also find us on our website, mademepodcast.com, or you can send us an email at mademepodcast at
0: gmail.com. That's our show. So uh, thank you for joining us.